0: And welcome to another episode of Expressions of Podcast. We're on season two, episode 15, and I'm super excited because I have Nando Cerani, uh here. Um, and uh, he is essentially a content creator in both fitness and fashion on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and he has a pretty decent following uh, he has a really awesome story and i can't wait to get into conversation with him uh, but before i do i just want to uh, check back with brian and see how he's doing this week
1: awesome i'm very excited to talk to you nando i've been doing some research i like to research and uh, i've got some questions and things to talk about i'm very interested because we really haven't had just a uh, somebody who's more about fitness and about um that positivity spread through fitness. And something I, I noticed about you as well is your goal isn't necessarily the fitness, it's the being creative and how you present the, the fitness through creativity. Definitely. Which is a completely different uh, way of thinking about it. I, I speaking of the week, uh, this coming Saturday, I'm shooting pro wrestling. That's uh, kind of what I do when I'm not at Henry's. And everybody there is a fitness trainer or into fitness, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, hearing it from this perspective is going to be really great, especially going in on Saturday and hanging out with these guys, and being able to bring that conversation forward yes. then too. So, really definitely. anxious to talk about what we talked about tonight. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us.
2: Yeah, definitely, guys. I'm uh, really thrilled to be on here, and thank you again for having me. And uh, let's get this started. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So um, I'm super happy to have you on, Nando. Um, So uh, for those of you um, who are listening and uh, who are watching, uh, Nando, can you just describe a little bit about your uh, Instagram feed, your TikTok feed, uh, what it is you do, and um, kind of like...
2: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, I started probably doing content creating about two years ago uh, when COVID hit um i'm actually a personal trainer as well so when COVID hit you know i was home and you know not training at all and uh, i was really looking to just kind of uh you know pass the time a little bit try and motivate whoever i could whether it was like local clients um, whether that was you know starting a tiktok account getting on my instagram and just kind of sharing um different workout routines you know what i'm eating during the day just to kind of get people you know getting into a routine as we were all at home so from there, um, just from posting on, I guess, TikTok a little bit more frequently, um, ended up having a few videos that did really well and um, ended up converting into some followers. Um, and then about six months to seven months after that, um, I started dabbling with a little bit of fashion and I started posting some outfits one day on TikTok. And I noticed I had an even greater audience on TikTok with my fashion. And I was still posting the fitness stuff. But I noticed something to do with fashion and myself. People were really uh, connecting with me uh so then i carried that over to instagram and i started shooting my own photos uh, even it was just like outside my house of like different outfits um, and stuff right when i started i think i started doing the fashion when i was at probably 3,000 followers on instagram 3,500, um something like that and then yeah so from there i just started to pretty much create as much content as i could every single day and you know from doing something for for fun uh pretty much and trying to just. Motivate as many people as I could, and then it ended up turning into a career for me. Now,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, um, when I met you at the the Henry store in in Woodbridge, mm-hmm. um, uh, we talked a, a bit briefly about how you've been able to kind of um, move roll this like content creation passion uh, project yes. into uh, a profession i mean you mentioned you've been partnering with mm-hmm. some brands uh, so can you talk a little bit about that
2: yes. yeah yeah so um pretty much um i found when i got to a more um a little bit more of a following probably when i hit 50,000 followers on instagram and about 150 200,000 on uh, tiktok um i started getting approached by some brands that you know were aligned with my brand when i say my brand i mean like fitness and fashion. So I would either have somebody want me to promote a a sweater, a pair of shoes, um, just stuff like that, or uh, fitness equipment. And, uh, you know, it just slowly started to become like, oh, wow, like people are actually asking me to like post this stuff on my my channel. Right. And I just, it was all crazy to me in the beginning because it's such a new industry. And I feel like a lot of us influencers and content creators, we don't really have like a, A group of people where we can kind of like talk about it and hear each other's thoughts about it so for me i had to kind of teach myself with also having my own agent in the beginning who was helping me as well um you know with um kind of directing me and you know how to respond to people and because that was a big thing like it's not just like you're you're not really talking in person with people you're emailing people back and forth so you want to come across like you know very professional and um, you know, that you, you're really interested in working with their brand. So it was all like a big learning experience for me as well. Hmm. Yeah. That's
1: interesting. You know, I didn't yeah. think about I didn't think about it from that way. Aurora mm-hmm. knows through our channel, we get all the messages come through all the time. Uh, work with our brand, work with our brand. This yeah, thing. yeah. But all that really seems to be is just, you know, people giving you a discount to buy things off their sites. What's yes. the difference and, and how does it different how does it um mm-hmm what's the break, the difference between what's happening yeah. like that versus yeah. you reaching out to brands and, and trying mm-hmm. to actually cultivate a, a, a relationship that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so there's two things that could happen. Either the brand reaches out to you and they ask you to promote their product. Uh, most of the time it's, they'll, you know, want you to post for free. And, you know, if they send you, um, you know, a sweater, a pair of shoes, Hey, do you mind posting this and to your channel? If we send you this uh, pair of shoes, right? Um, in the beginning it was like i was getting a lot of those where i was like wow like okay i'm getting all these clothes and you know i'm getting the um, brand new pair of shoes every week right you're just getting it sent out to you um but then there's other times where you know i really want to work with a brand and i would actually approach them and say hey like i really love your product um i think my followers would really connect with it do you mind if i you know would you send me something and i could post it on my story my instagram and you kind of build a relationship like that um and then another, the other thing you were mentioning was more of the affiliate program. So pretty much, um, you know, people ask you. You'll see a lot of influencers do it, like, oh, use my code uh, Nando twenty or you know Nando ten, and that that usually means that the influencer is getting a kickback on that uh, product with their code, right? So it really depends um, on how the uh, companies approach you. Um, but in the beginning, I was doing a lot of. Uh, collaborating with a lot of brands with uh, free product, trying to get my name out there, trying to just connect with as many people as I could. And I didn't really care about like the money, to be honest, in the beginning, because I just want to kind of create my own brand for myself and build up a community of people that really trusted what I was posting. So if I had things to post and I could showcase to people, that's how I was going to get the trust in my followers to say, hey, wow, like, okay, Nando's not just like, you know, posting anything, he's posting things that he really likes, right? So that's how you yeah. kind of get that trust with your community.
1: That's 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 so key. We don't mm-hmm. really have those kinds of goals for our show. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're on social media, obviously. We're trying to get people to watch our show because we believe yes. in what we're talking about. But that's at the right. same time, we're not taking that approach where, you know, getting an agent, first of all, mm-hmm. good on you for having that level of interest in it to yeah. reach out and actually get mm-hmm. somebody to help you um, put out that image of professionalism because it's not Definitely. easy. I mean, it's, you're it's obviously professional. Yeah. But all Thank it you. takes is one little slip up. and
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, well, definitely. Yes. <laughs> <Right? So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there. Uh,
1: <laughs> but realistically, it, you know, you you have that level of interest to step up and get somebody to help you with that. So that, that's excellent and good on you. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not necessarily where we're going with what we do. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if we ever really plan on doing that because, like I mentioned to you before we went on air, uh, this is really yeah. just for our personal mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, having these conversations and, and hearing from somebody who is successful, what's important, what's not important, you know, what mm-hmm. to focus on, what not to focus on. Okay. Uh, so it's really great to hear that you did take it to that step. I don't think yeah. many people do in your, in your experience. Cause obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you have a lot of followers and you've been interacting with people in mm-hmm. social media and Instagram and TikTok and all that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen people who just get in this specifically for the free stuff? Like, do you see that come up and, and do you uh, do you think that there's more long-term for somebody who does instill that trust in their, in their viewers or for somebody who just wants to get free stuff? Do you think there's a,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely a hundred, hundred percent. That's a really good point. Um, there's a lot of influencers that maybe do this as like a part-time thing. And when a brand reaches out to somebody, let's say like myself, that takes it a little bit more seriously and, it's my full-time job. And then they'll reach out to somebody else. I could potentially lose that collaboration because, you know, the influencers taking free product over myself, you know, wanting to um, get compensated for my time to shoot the content, my time to, you know, edit the content and just a bunch of bunch of other things that go into it as well. Just right. So yeah, definitely. I, I know uh, some influencers are like, yeah, man, like I'll just take the free uh, product and just post it on my page. Right. But I feel like, it, it's you're you're kind of like in a way I don't want to say devaluing, but I feel like if you really believe that you have a value to your community of people and you have people that trust you, you should use that as a, like you know as as a leverage to you know promoting somebody's product, right? I feel like if you want to make it um, a business, you can in this in this market right now. It's influencers are you know becoming more popular now. Brands are really reaching out to a lot of influencers, so I feel like right now is a good time to um, you know capitalize and create content for brands and uh you know promote um good reputable brands right for sure yeah.
0: it's like yeah. a whole nother avenue of marketing now Definitely. Uh, content creation marketing mm-hmm. for products brands services yes. whatever it may be it's um, it's a whole other avenue, and, and we're seeing so many companies tap into this. Mm-hmm. And there's people who make an actual living, like we've had uh, a few other content creators, um, the ones on our TikTok uh, mm-hmm. episode. We had a couple TikTok uh, creators on, um, and then we had the makeup artist who's on YouTube and, and TikTok and Instagram and all that. Nice. And uh, they speak to also Ken as well, Ken Dominic, mm-hmm. um, and they speak to that as well, like. You know, it is a profession. It is, yeah. You know, a, a business, and um, it has to be treated with a level of professionalism. But yeah, you definitely. also have to be fairly compensated for your time. Hundred um, percent, yeah. And uh, it it is kind of hard for a lot of beginner content creators, I'm sure, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to bridge the gap between just getting free stuff and actually getting, you know, yeah. some sort of compensation for the, the work yeah, that's yeah. been put in.
2: Uh, you know, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying that, uh, like, I don't post things because I'm not getting paid. Um, I've gotten some really nice gifts before and stuff that I was very interested in. And, you know, I just really, really love the brand. The brand reached out to me in a really nice way as well. Um, and, you know, there was always a hope of <clears throat> that if I do well and show them the content I push and, um, you know, if it gets a lot of views, gets a lot of engagement, that there is a potential. To, you know actually working with them on a paid basis right
0: it's awesome
1: yeah uh, what brand were you most excited about signing a deal with so to speak like you, you finally got them on the phone or you got it yeah. all hooked up and you hung up the phone and you're just like
2: yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Any- yeah, oh, yeah definitely <clears throat> um, when I first start, uh, started I um, started I was following a bunch of influencers and um, there was a brand from the UK called Boda skins and I just like absolutely love their jackets. Like they had like the coolest leather jackets. They were like cra- crazy expensive jacket. Like, I think it was like, I think they r- range between like 800 to $1,500 a jacket or something. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like one day I'm going to get them to send me a jacket one day, one day. And I remember I sent them probably 30 to 40 messages
1: <laughs> throughout
2: wow. 30 to 40 messages saying, Hey, like, I really love your product. I really love your product. I would love to promote it. And finally, I ended up getting a response from them and they ended up sending me uh, a few jackets now. Uh, I'm doing some work with them uh, as we speak uh, throughout the spring. So that was like a really cool um, one that I got that I was really excited about. And um, I didn't get paid for that, but it was just kind of like a goal of mine to um, yeah. you know get part of that group of influencers that were working with them as well. Um, so I just thought it was a really uh, cool uh, goal. <laughs> Mine. So yeah. the moral
1: of the story here is the one email that I sent to Elvira to come on our show probably yeah. wasn't enough. I should probably do thirty <laughs> or forty emails to get Elvira. Yeah, to come yeah, on yeah. Our you show.
2: gotta you okay. gotta be pretty consistent. <laughs> I didn't stop. I didn't give. Up. I didn't give up till I got an answer. I would comment on their photos. Um, I was really, really persistent. Like I was leaving comments like, "Hey guys, I sent you a DM. Um, just you know, whenever you get a chance, please uh, get back to me." And you know, it finally ended up getting back to me. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah
0: yeah that's really great it's really great yeah,
2: thank you thank you yeah it's cool
0: um i'm just curious because i mean to get into content creation there has to yeah. be some level of knowledge of you know either using a camera on your phone <laughs> um working with video or any kind of editing mm-hmm. software um when did that
2: start for you okay so believe it or not um 2020 of april uh, right when COVID hit, I bought my first laptop. I never owned a laptop. I never <laughs> owned anything electronic in my life. Uh, I didn't go to like a university or college, so I never had the use or the you know need for that stuff, you uh, to say. Um, I ordered myself a new phone to kind of just shoot better videos in 4K quality um, when I started doing like fitness content a couple years ago. And then to be honest with you, it was a lot of YouTube um, – uh, youtube tutorials on how to use like final cut pro um how to shoot and how to you know use slow-mo and how to edit videos and um, i spent like i remember when i was first learning how to use final Cut pro the software I use in apple you guys obviously know what that is um i think it took me probably five six days of like playing around with it until i actually got comfortable with it um using it and editing my videos and stuff so um later on probably Six months, seven months later, I bought my first camera, and I actually had a buddy of mine. Uh, his name's Franko. Um, he's the one that helps me with a lot of my um, video stuff and photos and stuff. Right now, he was I was lucky enough to have him kind of help me and guide me through actually little things with the camera. Okay, yeah, bro, you got to use this, and you know, you got to click this button, and you know, go to these settings. Um, but I've had another person asking me this question about you know how I I guess learned how to use all this stuff and. I think the internet now is your best friend. Like you can pretty much search up anything you want on YouTube and you can learn it. There's like literally no excuse. Sometimes I'd be sitting in my room and I didn't know how to use something. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I being lazy? Like it's right here in front of me Like, I can do it. You know, I can learn it. I know I can. So that's pretty much how I did it was just trial and error. I would go out, I would shoot photos. I would mess up. They would come out blurry. I'd come home. I'd be frustrated that they were blurry. And believe me, I've had very, very hard frustrating days of shooting content where I didn't even use it after because it was just too blurry or it wasn't mm-hmm. proper, right? So you just you learn every single time I kept going out and how to use them. And then eventually um, I'm starting to learn more about lenses and certain modes and stuff on my camera, right? So. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like Thank there's you. two parts to content. Oh, well, I guess maybe three parts to content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, having good quality content that you're passionate Definitely. about. Mm -hmm. Um and um keeping that consistent. And then the other part would be the actual tech knowledge and spec knowledge of (laughs) using a camera and using the editing software and then how to how to like post it and how to market Mm -hmm. it. Um and all of these aspects of this is is a very creative uh, process
2: and And takes a lot of work and time.
1: But then there's having the artistic sense in general, just to put it together in a package that's appealing to your viewer. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's very
2: important. Is the delivery? Yeah. 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 Um, uh,
0: something that I'm always super curious about when we talk mm. to content creators is, um, how do you know when something is in trend or, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you know if something's gonna be good or is it something that you, you know, pay attention to like what you post? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, could you? yeah Yeah, yeah definitely
2: um i go through different phases to be honest um where like i try and think of something completely outside the box and how to deliver this outfit let's say for example and i'm in my room for probably three or four hours trying to brainstorm where to put the camera what should i do how should i edit it but then you have like your very basic videos where um you kind of need to Push out as much as you can in order to keep connecting with your viewers. So you have like your, your your fun. I call it like the funnel content, like where you just keep funneling your regular content. Like for example, um, right now I'm doing a styling lesson on my Instagram and TikTok where I'll number one, how to roll up your pants, for example, right. So that's like a very basic educational thing that I just kind of it doesn't take me as much time as coming up with something that's a little bit more um you know advanced a little bit something that i gotta be more creative with um so yeah i definitely go through phases of you know should i try and think of something viral <laughs> in my niche or should i just stick to more you know uh the foundation um videos of how to you know wear an outfit for example or right yeah, yeah.
0: um where would you draw your inspiration from because i know a lot of content mm-hmm. creators um they do research they look at like mm-hmm. what's trending they look at people
2: that they admire um De- definitely yeah yeah um a strategy that i've been using uh a little bit is i usually type in on TikTok hashtag men's fashion or just men's fashion and i look at like recent videos that did really well and that got a lot of likes or a lot of views and to see what people are more interested in whether it's like um are people interested in learning how to style white pants or people interested in learning how to style black jeans or a denim jacket and you just kind of feed off of that but then you also have your own um i guess style everyone has their own style of content creating and like i'm still learning exactly what my style is like i've been going through different variations of videos of you know I've been doing some voiceover content where I'm talking over the video, explaining what I'm doing in the video, why I'm styling the the outfit like this or the, the, what the workout criteria is in my fitness videos. Um, so, I mean, you really bounce back and forth a lot. And, um, I am going to add something to that though and say that I feel like sometimes content creators get caught up on going viral and you hear this word viral a lot in the influencer world and, Oh, what could I do to you know get 10 million views, 15 million views, 20 million views? And you know, I have a lot of my friends actually, you know, say, hey Nando, like you should do something completely different and do something funny and do this and you know, but I always say to them that okay, so I get twenty million views on a video that has nothing to do with what I've been posting the past two years, all the work I've been putting. And that twenty million views may not even get me the following that I want because it had nothing to do with my niche. Right. So I'm always trying to just focus on my niche. And, you know, one day if I get lucky enough and, you know, the content kicks off in the algorithm and it does well, I would be more happy with getting that going viral than something that's just like really random and out of the, out of the wild, you know, um, me just mm. posting. But um, I feel like you just got to focus on creating your own niche and, you know, just really believe in what you're posting.
1: Yeah. Stay true to who you are
2: exactly definitely yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a big thing for me too that's why i've been like really dialing in on is um you know just sticking to my my root of what i believe in right and not getting caught up in the numbers and how many followers and how many views because it's very easy to go down that road um i've seen influencers become very obsessed with it like and it, it, you you have your ups and downs where it bothers you sometimes like hey like why aren't i getting the, the amount of views this week or you know why aren't people engaging in Social media is very um, frustrating at times because the algorithm changes a lot. Um, certain people aren't on the phone sometimes, so you can't get discouraged, right? You just gotta keep going. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of different perspectives on that. I remember um, mm. my first experience with somebody who became, I guess you could say famous on, this, on mm. social media was Peter McKinnon. Um, oh, cool. I okay. worked with Peter at Henry's for two years, and nice. then we were friends when he went off to do other things. And then we were Mm -hmm. shooting um, this urban exploration thing. We were hanging out, shooting some urban exploration. Mm -hmm. And he told me that he was doing YouTube full time. I was like, really? You could do that full time? Sorry, my cat is is, uh, (laughs) part of the show. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, you could do that full time? Like, that's really cool. And he was telling me about, you know, what's going on. His phone's Mm -hmm. blowing up the whole time about people following him and all this and that. And it opened my eyes to, you know, this is a viable medium, first of all. Mm-hmm. And secondly, the main point Pete always talks about is be who you are because you can't 100%. ever change.
2: Exactly. If, you, if you
1: start off as something that you're not, then you always have to live up to those expectations. Exactly. So, and it's like you're saying, <clears throat> you build up all these 20 million views and you get all these followers, mm-hmm. but if that, if they aren't going to come back and see the stuff that you normally do, mm-hmm. then, you know, there's a, there's a 100%. spike and then you're
2: back. down. Right? And then you just yeah. back down. Exactly. So you, cause you, you want to make sure you can keep posting that same content that went viral. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. But then yeah, the other that's side all of the coin, about. I've been on a different podcast where, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the behind the scenes chatter, mm-hmm. the host would say, like, don't talk about certain things, right? And through the conversation, mm-hmm. somebody says, well, during pandemic, I had to flip my business practice. And then all of a sudden, in the chat, it says, don't say pandemic, because mm-hmm. of the algorithm, right? You don't want to mess up the yeah. algorithm, you want as many people to watch you as possible. Yes, and yes. I respect that. But I also don't have the memory or patience to filter what I say that much to care. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There, there's so many different sides of people 100%. going into this. And yeah. when I was reading your, um, your web page, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the comments I made was your two of your, well, actually the questions that we asked you, two of yeah. your four top achievements that we asked you about had to do with the followers that you got on TikTok and on mm-hmm. Instagram. But I liked how you, how you see the presentation as the creative medium, mm-hmm. more so than the fitness on its own. Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. by by not just looking at it as the fitness, which is obviously going to attract many viewers. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife came in earlier and I said, this is going to be our guest tonight. And, a <laughs> of you with your shirt off. and she goes, oh, well, maybe I should sit in on that. But I'm like, um, <laughs> close the door. <laughs> uh, so obviously there's that as, as far as attracting many people to watch what you do. But your presentation, your way of thinking about, you know, how am I going to, Take this clothing and make it look different than previous, but you're always staying true to yourself, and that, that there's a lot to be said for that. Um, that's the ethics side of of being a human, right?
2: Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. It just has to do with uh, exactly, like exactly that. Yeah, just <laughs> being a human being and being honest with yourself and what you want to promote and what you want to be known as as well, right? Yeah. So. yeah.
1: I've I've one thing I wrote earlier that I wanted to yeah. maybe this is a good time to bring it up. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that we talk about a lot, I know myself, I've talked about it. Mark, we talked about it on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Aurora ever feels this because Aurora's just badass. But um, <laughs> a lot of us feel like imposter syndrome. You know what I mean? Like I've done so many videos where I, I put it out as I was doing a whole series called the Digi Knows, uh, mm-hmm. digital know-how or did you know yeah. kind of thing, right? playoff words. And they're just short little two to five minute little videos on mm-hmm. little photography things people may not have thought of it. And I did this whole series of different diginos, and when I watched them back, it was just, who am I to be giving people advice? Who am I to be saying mm-hmm. these things and, and talking mm-hmm. about all this stuff? And like, why, mm-hmm. why would I be the person to post all this? Mm-hmm. So I never ended up posting a lot of it. Like maybe yeah. one of them, out of ten, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you find yourself falling into that trap, or do you do you have this confidence about your your work and what you do that you know mm-hmm. you just have a vision, you create it, and
2: you put it out? Mm-hmm. No, great, uh, great question and good point because um, I went I went through this, uh, I would say about a year ago. Um, I had like really, really rough days, to be honest with you, like really, really rough weeks of like, oh gosh, should I post this? Like what are people gonna say? I'm gonna get made fun of by my friends and what you know what are people gonna think of me that I'm you know, even like, for example, my own parents <laughs> would hear me, I have my uh, studio upstairs in my room. And they would be hearing me kind of jumping around in my room, you know, switching outfits, whatever I was doing. And my dad's like, what are you doing? Like, are you going to like go to work? And like, like, I don't understand. Like, you know, so it was even for them, it was a little bit strange to, you know, my, 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 my son's upstairs. He's, he's jumping around his room. He's getting changed. So I had to really, I guess, see this where I am right now a year ago and say, you know what, it's going to be worth it. I'm going to, I'm going to let, I want to make people hear me. Right. So, um, when I first started posting all that stuff, I would definitely be like, okay, I'm going to take it down. I'm going to delete it. I don't know. It's not perfect. But now like looking at content now, that and when I'm filming it, I don't care if it's not perfect. I care about getting it out and getting it done. Right? Because if you think about, Oh, I didn't say this, but I didn't say that people don't know that. Only you will know that only you will be your hardest judge on yourself. Right? Yeah. So I never ever asked anybody, should I post this? What do you think of this outfit? Do you like this workout? I made those decisions for myself, and that's when I learned what people wanted. When I started posting on social media, and I got comments, I got I, I got uh, likes, I got this, and then you start learning. Oh, okay, so that's what they want. But if you sit here and keep contemplating and asking so many people, you will never ever end up posting anything, <laughs> ever. I, I've been I've been down that road a year ago, so I know what it feels like to be stuck and not, not um, you know believing in yourself and what you're what you're saying. Right, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. the human condition, right?
2: Yeah,
0: Definitely, it's, yeah. that's really good advice because I, I get this to myself. Like I really should post more on my other social medias and stuff. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, oh, you know, I did this photo project, but it's not good enough like to, no, to you know, post stuff or, or whatever and show, show off to people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's just sitting on a hard drive. Yeah. And then what then what, what is it doing there other than just
2: existing, right? It's just so- taking, I'm just taking up gigabytes in your computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it brings us
1: back to our uh, Lori Novak episode where we talk about your creative legacy. What do you do with all your data when you die? Like, it's just <laughs> sitting there, right? So yeah, do something. Yeah, like
2: yeah. It. yeah exactly. Yeah, you, you would You would never know. There's like, I don't know how many people are in the world. Eight, nine, 9 billion, was there 8.5 or 7 billion? I don't know. But uh, like, you never know if you hit one person with your video or with your photo you hit one person that you may make their day you might help them you might educate them maybe they're having a crappy day and you motivate you inspire them so that's what i kept saying i wasn't doing it like for the people that were like that knew me right and like i i, I it wasn't like not not the people that didn't know me that was by the way of putting it but i'm saying i wasn't like doing it for um i guess like my friends i, was, I, I knew i could connect to more people and motivate more people and um, get out to more people that uh, wanted to learn more about fitness and fashion, right? So you can't really have that fear in thinking about where people are going to say and stuff, right? So.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really good advice. Like even if you inspire mm-hmm. one person, you've you've done something with it. Yeah, yeah,
2: that, exactly. That's what I kept saying <laughs> all the time.
0: That's
2: awesome. Of course,
1: it helps when you have a, a 12-pack.
2: <laughs> um, I got the one pack. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're killing me. Uh,
0: actually on that, like how did you get into fitness because this is one of the yeah. topics that you're super into, right? Um it's uh, one of the main things that's on your social media. Um how yeah. did you get into it?
2: Um so, believe it or not, in uh, grade 11 um, or 12, I needed to like take an extra class in school. And my mom kept saying, why don't you go into weight training? Why don't you go into weight training? And I didn't want to go into weight training. I was just finishing hockey. Um, I was like a hockey player up until I was like grade 11 and I loved sports, but after sports, I was really turned off of even just like playing anything and stuff. So anyways, I got convinced to go into this weight training class. I ended up becoming obsessed with working out in like grade 12. And then from grade 12, I, um, went into like my first year out, which I was 18. And um, that's when I found um, the personal training studio I'm working at right now, which is called Incline Fitness. Um, my boss, Nat Levy took me um, in as like a, his um, little sidekick, <laughs> you can say. Um, and I would watch him kind of just train and that's how I got I go into personal training. Um, and then it just became a form of habit uh, from when I was like 17, that every day I would just, you know, go in my basement and lift weights. I would go to the gym. And uh, yeah, I just be- pretty much became obsessed with it. I loved the way it made me feel. Uh, I felt really accomplished after I finished it. And um, I got a lot of confidence from probably, you know, working out and taking care of myself, eating right. Um, yeah, definitely a big part of, um, my, my story definitely is, uh, my fitness side of it. neat.
1: Yeah, I was thinking earlier when i was young mm-hmm. high school yeah. i i remember our fitness our gym or i don't know what you would call it the workout room wasn't mm-hmm. really the gym the gym was where everybody played basketball um yeah the workout room was beside the cafeteria mm-hmm. so every time i'd go to lunch <laughs> I'd, I'd see this workout room and i'd be thinking oh man wow. i to go in there and work out but there's yeah. all the tough guys that went in there yeah. you know and all the guys yeah. that would never even talk to a little kid like me Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. The intimidation factor was always there i mm-hmm. guess being in sports from day one with the hockey mm-hmm. and then you know it would just feel a little more natural you'd probably be part of that click a little bit easier uh, uh, to keep into I the fitness actually,
2: you know i was uh up until i was probably 17 i was very very um uh frail my body was very frail like i was always the shortest kid on every team um, always the lightest kid um you know no matter how much i ate i couldn't put weight on Uh, My mom used to say I would eat to survive. That was her joke uh, (laughs) growing up. But um, anyways, no, I had definitely had a rough time with that, though, being like the weaker person in the gym. Um, So I always had a goal to, you know, be stronger and be bigger, um, you know, when I I first started. So I I went through that also with, uh, you know, uh, being a late bloomer, you could say, uh, Hmm. by the time I was like 18, 19. So
1: So late bloomer. Interesting you say that because another note I have here is, um, do you have any suggestions to help build cardio, maybe tone up a core mm. for maybe like a, a 50-year-old late bloomer mm. who's never really <laughs> been too big into, into uh, fitness? Yeah. Now, I know it sounds like a silly question, but the reason I'm asking no. you is because uh, I've always wanted to get more fit, and it isn't until I'd say a year and a half ago that I was able mm-hmm. to – fixed my body enough that I didn't have aches and pains on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. moving big screen Mm -hmm. TVs, popping shoulders out and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So to speak, Uh, Mm -hmm. I always had major aches and pains. And I thought if I worked out, it would be, you know, forget Mm -hmm. it. I'd be dead. Uh, But all of a sudden (laughs) I fixed myself and I have no aches and pains. It feels great. So I'm trying to, I'm doing crunches. I'm doing squats. Mm -hmm. I'm doing little things like that just to help. That's awesome. But uh, finally I'm thinking I got to start doing so, so like maybe one quick tip. Mm-hmm. for for a new yeah. guy like me yeah, yeah just build up core core strength i think that's my biggest thing
2: The one of the best uh core exercises. i don't know if you saw the the guy that he held like a, I think it was like an eight or nine hour plank he held it our 10 hours he like beat the world record of longest plank. um so that leads to um you know a lot of planking uh movements are very safe uh to do um you know dynamic plank movements where you're kind of moving on your elbows, bringing your knees in and out uh, to really strengthen your core. Uh, A lot of side planks to strengthen your obliques. Um, But there's yeah, I would say even if you were to hold, uh, even if you could get up to like a five minute plank every single day, that'd be really, really good for you to uh, strengthen your back, strengthen your core, Um, you know, and then also incorporating some weight training in as well, like, you know, training your chest, your back, your shoulders. Um, that's really important, especially for us guys as we keep growing, um, you know, older is to, you know, protect our joints, right, and build muscle, right, which is really important. You don't want to get osteoporosis, right? So eat a high amount of protein, you know, make sure you're getting enough protein each meal as well is really important.
0: Awesome.
1: Good yeah. tips. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, no
2: problem. No problem. Yeah, so I've seen a lot
0: of like your fashion content and I've mm-hmm. seen some of your fitness content. Do you, because you mentioned eating right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do any like recipe videos or have you thought about mm-hmm. any sort of recipe or uh, yeah great videos?
2: Uh-huh. actually uh, when I first started my YouTube channel um, I was doing a lot of like uh, easy healthy snack ideas or uh, two dinner ideas and I would do these like seven minute videos on um, like th- just giving people some inspiration on what to eat at nighttime or uh, morning uh, morning breakfast ideas and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I've definitely like thought about uh, getting into the food maybe. I, it's just uh, right now I'm more focused on, I guess, just the workouts and the fashion. Um, but definitely something I could maybe get into and maybe I start vlogging a little bit more on my YouTube channel. I've been saying I could to do that like the past three months. I just haven't got to doing it yet. Um, but uh, definitely would be like nice to throw that in as well just to show people um, a little bit more of my um, eating and stuff as well, right? Just give them some ideas.
0: Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: Uh, Aurora, you mentioned our guest that we had on, uh, Ken Domic, a while yeah. back, And um, one of the things we learned from our show with Ken is there could be a lot of feedback that that is negative in the world of mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. And definitely. everybody has their own way of handling the negativity, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you feel that your content generates any of that? Like, do you feel any kind of negative vibe from what you're creating? Has there ever been a situation that it's kind of struck you like, this is not normal or
2: <laughs> hundred percent. Like oh yeah. Almost uh, every single time I post, there's something that uh, is negative in the comments, especially if the video um, does well on TikTok. I noticed TikTok's a little bit more, um, you could say like a little bit, a little bit more, it's a tough crowd on TikTok. You could say that than Instagram, Instagram's a little bit more, uh, you know, professional, uh, and stuff, but don't get me wrong. Like I've had people say maybe like, Oh, your pants are too tight. Uh, You look like a girl with your pants that tight." Like I've heard all these chirps about the type of clothes I've been uh, wearing in some outfits and stuff, but I don't know. I just laugh it off and you just, you just keep going. Right. Like those, you know, those people maybe are just making those comments because they need to make themselves feel better. Um, like I would never, ever say that, anybody that's trying to put themselves out there and trying to just help people really right because that's all I'm trying to do is pretty much just inspire people right but you will get that it's very normal so I just completely ignore it Um, I do read them I actually go through them sometimes and just like laugh at them I'll read them to my friends and we'll just have a laugh but uh, you know I don't really engage with them Um, I don't comment back at them I don't say anything Um, for me it's actually better sometimes if it is getting a little bit more up some controversy and then people start commenting back and forth to each other. So it actually helps out my video do a little bit better sometimes. Uh, but uh, that's besides the point, but um, you know, and definitely have um, some negative feedback on uh, stuff I've been posting. Huh.
0: Yeah. I think there's, yeah. I think there's two parts of this. This is really good advice. Like don't mm-hmm. engage with them. Cause the more you engage with them, the more yeah. that enables them to, like, yeah, exactly. you know, just go off at you even more yeah. or like, you know uh that type mm. of thing um i learned that the hard way <laughs> and then the <laughs> other the other thing um a really good piece of advice is that you know sometimes negative feedback even though it sits in your feed it sits on that post mm-hmm. it's on there it's still good because there's more comments and that brings oh, up yeah. the algorithm and then yeah. you can also see i guess in a lot of these situations where you know I, i've seen in Big controversial posts before, where some people say something negative, and then all the people who are good supporters of that person are Mm -hmm. coming back and saying, you know, no,
2: you shouldn't be talking
0: like this, and they're they're supporting you. you. Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah, I've definitely seen that uh, in my TikTok as well. Like, hey, like leave the guy alone, (laughs) or you know, what do you know, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) But you know, you just you just laugh it off, you brush it off. Like I know why I'm doing it, and I have the vision of it right now, and I just got to keep my you know, my, my blinders on and not let anybody, um, you know, mess with, you know, what I have going on in my head and the vision, right? You just got to believe in yourself and not let those people uh, bring you down, right? Yeah.
1: So that leads me to wonder how much mm-hmm. of an influence your family has had in your world. Yeah. And, and I, it's kind of a weird segue, but the reason I think mm-hmm. of it is because I hear strength. I hear uh, somebody who's very uh, strong in who they are and, and comfortable mm-hmm. with who they are. And a lot of times that comes with, you know, parents who are very giving and, you know, supportive and so on. Is is
2: that pretty accurate in your
1: world? Do your parents yeah, 100%, support everything you do?
2: Very supportive, um, especially like the past year. Um, you know, I had a lot of, uh, you know, tough times, like I said, you know, going through like, you know, should I post this stuff? Like my parents were always, always there. Like they don't, they didn't really understand it. You know, uh, you know, why, why, why can't you just post it? I don't get it. Or, you know, like, you know, or, so like they would just do their best like um how to support me um with those conversations when i did bring this stuff up to them but um oh yeah like they're like i tell them a couple of things now like oh wow like you're you're for example i i got um you know this is uh i got ralph Lauren to send me a fragrance bottle my mom knows ralph Lauren from you know when she was a kid so to her it's like oh my gosh like that's really cool that's big like, time yeah, so she was yeah. like, like, wow, like you actually send you don't have to send it back, like you get to keep it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I get I get to keep it, like this is mine, right? So um they're just they're even more freaked out than I am. Um, you know, I was actually supposed to, you know, this is off topic, I'll say it really fast. Uh I was actually supposed to be an electrician <laughs> when I got out of high school. My dad was a, like really into construction. My parents were into real estate. So that's where I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go into like the construction side of things. Uh, so it's just funny the way it turned out now and they're my number one supporters with it now. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I had that in my notes actually. Supposed oh. to be an electrician is what you wrote. I was, <laughs> I explain that. Like, How could you s- supposed to be? It's funny. Yeah. The reason I ask it is because when I was younger, uh, mm-hmm. living in Oshawa, my father wanted me to be an electrician so he got mm-hmm. me working as an apprentice and didn't work out so well. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, saw my needle nose pliers I, <laughs> explode in my foreman's hands on what was supposed yeah, to be a yeah, dead yeah. circuit. And I'm like, I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah, <so> I, <laughs> I'm not playing so with electricity really, anymore. <laughs> really funny that you say that because I did one day of demolition when I was 17, right after high school. My dad wanted me to just go to work. He's like, all right, go to work. Because then he goes, you know, you'll get used to that kind of construction um, vibe, <laughs> you want to call it, right? And I kid you not, I came home at 5.30 I called my boss. I said, I will no longer be coming the rest of the week. It's <laughs> not for me. And uh, that, that week I went to get my personal training certificate. And that's when I said, you know what? I want to be a trainer and I want to help people with something I really love. Right? Good so I was you. never, yeah. <laughs> if you, awesome. When you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely knew that day when you were lifting up pipes that you couldn't lift.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I had to tear down old Bell phone booths and dig up yeah. the concrete. And as an apprentice, yeah. you're the one that puts all the concrete oh, in the back of the truck. And, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, right. That wasn't for me. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm just making myself sound lazy. All <laughs> oh, good. That's
2: hilarious. So many
1: things. Um. Well, another thing that actually. Yeah. I saw on your through the website was the music choice that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to thank you, Rufus Du Sol, I'd never heard oh. of him before. Oh my god, never heard of him before. Amazing. And I before the show, I was listening to a bunch of the stuff. Yeah. Holy crap! They had yeah. live from um, from, live from Joshua Tree. Joshua Black Tree. Joshua that's Tree. It. Yes. Yes. That was insane. Yeah, such insane. good music.
2: I'm actually I'm actually going to see them on June 3rd. They're coming to Toronto. So I got, uh, I got tickets to go see them. Yeah. Yeah. i yeah. really excited. Yeah. You know wow. what? I just, I love their, um, their music. It's just, it puts you like whatever mood you're in, you want to work out. It's good work on music. You want to go for a drive. It's good to drive. You want to just chill, like, this is the stuff I listen to in my studio. And like during the day, I'll just put it on in the background, just film get changed, put the outfits together. And uh, they've been like a pretty, uh, I want to say like a, Part of my uh, creating is with their music in the back.
1: So. <laughs> cool, um, yeah. Aurora. Have you heard of
0: them before? No, I have not. Um, I was actually going to ask if um, ask a little bit about it, and it kind of mm-hmm. leads into our last three questions. I don't mm-hmm. know if this it is going to be brief. Right? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: But before like, we get to that, I just want to want to ask Nando if you've ever heard yeah. of a group called uh, Yellow
2: yes or uh, yellow is it yellow um are they like a more of a, a techno artist or no back
1: in the day that was like a
2: okay
1: um i don't know not new age but um yeah kind of like this kind of same kind of okay. trancy right. kind yeah, of vibe right yeah. okay uh, they did that song oh yeah bah, bah, doo, 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 right okay, they have a okay. bunch of different stuff right nice. and um there was another group uh, i had it earlier i wrote it down uh it doesn't matter orange <laughs> tangerine dream that's it tangerine dream okay, okay. very much the same kind of vibe nice um, nice i don't know if that'd cool, be cool. something you'd want to check out but uh, yeah, yeah if you like definitely. the sounds of this other yeah. group then tangerine dream or yellow might be something okay like I'm, gonna, well. I'm
2: gonna look it up on uh, spotify or apple music after <laughs> cool 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 definitely.
1: yeah all right and then that could lead us to our final questions unless Aurora, you yeah. had other things you wanted to yeah
2: before
0: before we get into mm-hmm. that um i do want to ask um yeah for somebody who might be an aspiring content creator, what mm-hmm. do you think is like the best piece of advice you can you can kind of give um,
2: and mm-hmm. and uh, you know pass yeah. on to somebody mm-hmm. uh, from your yeah. experience, I guess. Definitely. Um, well, like I was saying before, um, you know, you got to really search inside of you what it is that you are really passionate about and what you just really love talking about, like. Uh, For example, my girlfriend says when I talk about fashion and talk about fitness, I have like this glow to my face when I start talking about it to people like I start lighting up. She said like when I start explaining what I'm doing, I just like love talking about it. Um, So that's the first thing is, you know, figuring out what you love and what makes you happy and what makes you feel good um, when you're kind of showing that passion to somebody else. Because I love I love getting the feedback of others of when I'm putting out something that I love as well. Right. So. Um, Secondly, is, you know, if you're hesitating on posting a video, um, don't hesitate to post a video because, you know, you you never know, like I said, who you're going to connect to, who you can help that day. Um, You just can't be hard on yourself either. Like everyone starts somewhere, right? Like I keep forgetting even for myself, like where I was two years ago with my photo quality and where I am today with my photo quality. And where I could be in two years with my photo call, and I could be laughing at these photos I'm taking of myself right now. Right. So you're always, always improving. You're always learning. Um, and you, there's always a starting point. So everyone starts somewhere. And that's, that's the biggest thing is even with fitness, um, ties in with fitness as well, is that you can't look at somebody else that's been training for seven years, like myself, let's say when you're just starting out right It's good to be inspired by them and motivated by those people, but you cannot compare yourself to other people because that's when you will start doubting yourself, saying, "I can't do it. you know how does that person do it, But little do you know that person been working out for ten years and that this is what they've been doing, this is their job, this is their livelihood, right so that's like me looking at a content creator that is a professional videographer and saying, "Wow, I want to shoot photos and videos like him. Well, maybe I could one day, but I'm not there yet right and last but not least um. Don't ask anybody. Should I post this? <laughs> just just post it, and you will find out where what the answers that you get from your viewers and you know your comments and, and your and your community of people, um, and that's it. Just have fun with it because it can be very fun uh, creating content. You know, you can get together with friends, make funny videos. Uh, you know, so it could just be a good hobby. You know, later on, <laughs> if you wanted to do that. But uh, there's definitely you know room. Take it to a professional standpoint, and you know, make this uh, a career, right? So you just have to believe in what you're posting, and that's it.
0: Uh, one last, hopefully, quick question yeah. before we get into the uh, the last yeah. three. Um, but uh, what's next for you? Do you have any mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. cool projects oh. that are in the in the wayside? If you can talk about them, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, things that yeah, you aspire yeah, to can, do, but see, maybe,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I have uh, some cool partnerships coming up uh, this spring and summer. Um, I got invited to like a few events um, with some of the brands I'm working with um, this summer. I'm really excited to just kind of finally get out and actually meet people instead of like Zoom calls and phone calls and meeting uh, emails and stuff. So that's one thing I'm really excited for is just kind of connecting with you know more people in my area in Toronto. I feel like there's a lot of influencers in Toronto, I just don't know them. I definitely got a chance to meet them. Um, so I'm really just kind of excited to meet other people that are maybe passionate about what I do, right? Um, another thing was uh, I'm always thinking about starting a clothing brand and, uh, you know, whether it's like my own line, whether it's like a tracksuit with a hat. Um, I'm just very hesitant on it, I'll be honest. Um, I just don't know if I... Not don't know, I just... I know I can do it. I just haven't actually sat down and thought about it and put it to actual work yet uh maybe that's something i could think about maybe next year um you know and just kind of focus on maybe just working with uh some more of my favorite brands this year um yeah but uh just always trying to connect with new brands new influencers um and that's it (laughs) awesome
0: awesome All right. So, getting back to the last three questions, uh, the okay. first one related to what we were talking about um, a few questions ago. Um, mm. What is your jam? What is that specific song that you mm. always listen to to get yeah. you kind of pumped up, get you inspired? Yeah. Uh, what is that song?
2: It's uh, it's actually from Live from the Joshua Tree. It's called Underwater, and uh, that that song's been stuck with me since the beginning of covid because that's when that album came out it was like march april of 2020 and that album pretty much lifted me through that uh you know that rut of being at home and you know not really being able to see anybody talk to anybody uh so that album rufus the soul actually means a lot to me because it uh really motivated me and put me in a i always think about those moments by myself in my room filming and it's just a good, just a good memory to have. Right. Of That's that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What's really
1: good. cool is when you're, uh, when you're old like me, you know, down the road, <laughs> you're going to, every time you hear that song or that music, yeah. you're going to smell the air that was that 100%. you smell now, you're going to feel 100%. it the same way, yes. you know, yes. music just brings you right back.
2: every Yeah. Time. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Uh, the next question. Mm-hmm. Um, is what is your tool of the trade? It can be an actual tool. It could be something mm-hmm. that you use physically um, mm-hmm. to be creative, or it could okay. be kind of like a concept or something like that. What is mm-hmm. that tool that you use all the time when you're trying to create content
2: and uh, you know put uh, mm-hmm. stuff out like there? That? <laughs> that's, that's a really good question. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Def- definitely um you know my my camera <laughs> is my tool, my physical tool um and my videographer as well and sometimes my girlfriend also helping me with uh, you know shooting videos and photos but the other tool is you know uh when i put that outfit on i have to uh be very very confident in the outfit and be very confident in front of the camera and you know uh really really showcase the outfit because you know, there's, there was times in the beginning um, where I didn't know how to pose. And, uh, you know, what should I do for this photo? How should I put my hand? Where should I look? What should I do with my hair? And, you know, as you kind of like, even now, like, or even before, you know, you get a lot of people that laugh at you on the street and like honk at you, uh, you know, while you're doing it. Cause it's like, you know, it's, it's different. It's different than just, you know, doing, being an electrician and, you know, I'm really like putting myself out there in front of people and now to be honest with you, I think my tool is my blinders. When I'm out there and I'm with my guy, I'm focused on what I'm doing. I'm not looking around at what people are doing. If they're looking at me, if they're pointing at me, I really don't care because I have a vision of um, what I want to do with myself and what I want to, you know, portray on my social media. So, I think my my blinder, um, my tool is my blinders. When I'm, you know, really dialed in, and even my girlfriend, yeah, even my girlfriend comes out uh, with me sometimes, and she's like, "How do you like?" How do you not like look at people on? The, like I don't even care anymore if people are in my shot. Like I just don't care because I need to do it right. You focus. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really focused. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, my blinders are my tool. Love yeah, it.
0: and with that new lens where it blurs out the background, oh, you don't, uh, even, you see don't even see them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He yeah. came
0: in for a lens at the store, yeah. and that's how I. Yeah, uh, great
2: help. Yeah. Great help.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was great. Nice. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Five star Google
1: that. review right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was great.
0: And the last question you actually already know. Um, it was the last question on the uh, the sheet uh, that we sent you. Um, every week we ask our guests uh, on the podcast to issue a challenge to our viewers and listeners. Um, okay. uh, what would you challenge uh, the viewers or listeners of the Expressions Podcast?
2: Hmm. Um, you know, for like, maybe I'll talk about more of the fitness side right now and the lifestyle part, um, I would say just, you know, every, you know, for one week or a month, try doing 10 minutes of a workout every single day and, you know, starting off with something small like that. And, uh, you know, just moving your body, getting yourself into routine for 30 days, you, you will be able to set yourself up to eventually doing, you know, 20 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day, 30 minutes. Um, I feel like even some of my clients that currently work with at the gym or even for myself, actually um, I promote a lot of like quick 10 to 15 minute workouts on my YouTube channel. Um, And that's just because even for myself, like I don't really feel like training every single day sometimes, like sometimes I don't sleep at night, you know, I'm editing really late. And I get five hours of sleep and I'm going to work and then I'm coming home and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how am I supposed to work out for an hour right now? And it's not about how long you can work out for that day. It's how long you can you know, work out for the rest of your life, right? And if I can only do 10 to 12 minutes that day, I'm just going to do 10 to 12 minutes because I'm sticking to routine. I'm sticking to my habit. I'm sticking to my rituals. And that's what's more important. And that's how you're going to set yourself up to actually eventually training every day for 30 minutes to an hour, right? So start off small and be consistent with small and then eventually get to big.
0: That's really good advice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like one of the main reasons why a lot of people don't work out, don't get in shape is mm. it's like this huge, well, the thing that Brian was saying earlier where you repair yourself and you kind of intimidated, yes. but the next step of that is like, it's blocking out a big, chunk of time in your day yeah. and that's mm-hmm. going to make you tired or yeah. you know set other things back but if it's something small like 10 minutes
2: that's yeah it's very something easy that anybody can spare yeah exactly <laughs> and it's very easy to um accept as well and be like oh okay i can do 10 minutes but the human mind if we say we have to do an hour and then oh my gosh now i did an hour on monday and i gotta do six more hours the rest of the week i can't do seven hours this week so it's easier to just start off with 10 minutes on Monday and then maybe tomorrow you'll do 15 minutes. The next day you'll do 30. Right. So just don't psych yourself out is what I'm trying to say is just, you know, don't be hard on yourself, do whatever you can that day because you're not, you're not trying to get the results in one day. You're trying to build longevity and, you know, make this a habit. Right. And just an an overall lifestyle. Right.
1: Yeah. The point you made earlier about not comparing yourself to other people, I Mm -hmm. think is worth bringing up again. Um, Yeah. One of the, photographers that we know Don Kamerechka is just mm-hmm. brilliant. He was on our show as well. Nice. <clears throat> Some of the work he does is just so uh, high end that mm-hmm. you you think you could never do it. Yeah. I remember running photo workshops with him where he's teaching people. We're out in his backyard and he's teaching people how to do the exact same thing that he mm-hmm. has hanging on his wall. And nobody's coming up with the same results and they're getting frustrated and they're mm-hmm. they're telling themselves they can't <laughs> do it. And, yeah, You know, my job for that workshop was to go around and, um, Decipher what he's saying, translate what mm-hmm. he's saying into uh, layman's terms, so everybody can kind of, you know, grasp the concepts and, yeah. and start working on. And all I'm hearing is, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm never mm-hmm. going to get this. And I'm like, well, no. Maybe after you take a hundred, um, you make a hundred photos every winter for ten years straight, and each photo <laughs> takes four hours to edit. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. when you're going to end up being like Don Cameron. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Now, until yes. then, you're putting in the time. You're putting in the yes. experience. Exactly. That's really exactly what you're saying. You can't compare mm-hmm. yourself to no. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, when, you know you're you're <laughs> not exactly right? exactly you did exactly. it from birth.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone starts with their, um, everyone starts with their a fresh plate, right? Empty plate, <laughs> and that's right
1: awesome
2: yeah very good
0: uh this has been awesome, a really man. awesome time chatting with you yes, Nando, definitely. and uh really great meeting you i'm, I'm yes. so glad you could come on the show and make this work um uh, before we sign off for the night um, mm-hmm. where can people follow you yeah uh, find you on social media mm-hmm. um you want to plug that now
2: <laughs> yeah so um on tiktok my handle is uh, nando Siriani. um my instagram is also nando Siriani. Uh, my YouTube is just my name, Nando Suriani. Um And those are like my three main platforms, I would say. Um, I also have a new fitness account. Um, another one of my goals, actually, forgot to mention earlier, is um, Nando Suriani Fitness. So I'll only be sharing fitness content on that Instagram page. I think right now I'm almost at like, I think, 2,000 followers on it or something. I just started it like two months ago. Um, so that's like another goal of mine is to um, eventually maybe – grow a community of people that just care about nando syriani fitness and not the fashion stuff as much right so um nice awesome. yeah but um please uh if you when you guys post this all you know make sure you tag me and i'll repost it and i'll try and you. To, you know get as many people to see it right i would love to just you know help promote you guys as well right
0: that's awesome appreciate that
2: that's Awesome. yeah Thank of course
0: you. and uh before we get going i also want to say mm-hmm. if you like the podcast if you enjoy the show on youtube Please make sure you share it with other people, like, comment, uh, do all that fun stuff because it really helps get uh, this out to more people and and uh, build our audience
2: as well. So, yeah. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Guys we need guys some work.
1: On. <laughs> no, you're very <laughs> welcome. Yeah, we we need some work with our search engine optimization. We got an email from somebody saying, hey, we checked out your page and your search engine optimization is like 2.5 out of 10. What's going on with you? i are like, you know, whatever. we'll
2: figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, Nando. It was really nice yeah, to meet course, you. Um, thank thank you. you for
1: the advice as well with the planking. Thank I'm going to definitely of course. start doing that of course, work. Anytime, anytime.
2: Thank you guys for having me. Yeah,
0: awesome. All, All right. right. Have a good night and uh, thanks so much for listening and watching.
2: bye everyone. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh, yes, oh, ooh, oh, ooh, oh, ooh. 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 Ooh.